Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barik ala nebina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Ama ba'd. Fahiyakumullah cemiyen ve barikullahu fikum. Cezakumullah khayr to the ikhwa for giving me and allowing me this opportunity sit amongst you this evening to discuss with you this affair and this topic which is pertinent no doubt to every time and every place the importance of adhering to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi and adhering to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi in times of differing and our speech today our kalam today will be raised somewhere around the hadith of Irbad, Musariya, radiallahu anhu. And the hadith is as follows, which he states, وَإِذْنَا وَعَذْنَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَوْئِذَةً وَجْلَتْ مِنْهَا الْقُلُوبُ فقلنا يا رسول الله كأنها موئذة المودة فأوسنا قال أسيكم قال أسيكم بتقوى الله وسمع والطاعة وإن تأمر عليكم عبد فإنه من يعيش منكم فسيرى اختلافا كثيرا فعليك بسنتي والسنة خلفاء الراشدين المهدين عدوا عليها بالنواجذ this is a hadith which is found in the Surah Al-Tirmidhi and the hadith which is declared to be Hassan al-Sahih and the hadith the hadith which states that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu gave us an admonition admonished us to the extent that our hearts, the hearts of us shook and the eyes filled with tears and so we said, oh messenger of Allah it's as if this is the admonition of departing so <coughs> advise us and so he stated, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I advise you with the taqwa of Allah I advise you with the taqwa of Allah and hearing and obeying even if the one that's been given authority over you is a slave and upon you and whoever from you lives and after me after the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi then indeed they will see much differing so upon you is my sunnah and the sunnah of the khulafa al-rashidin al-mahdiin the rightly guided Khulafa hold on firm to it with your molars and beware of the newly invented affairs for indeed bid'ah innovation is dalala innovation is dalala innovation is misguidance and so the messenger of Allah 
صلى الله عليه وسلم within this hadith mentions many pieces of advice for indeed no doubt from the alam al from the signs of his prophecy is that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was given a jawam al-kalim was given comprehensive speech speech which was aqal waqal wadalla maqalla wadalla speech which was short however reached its point comprehensive of the points and know that this hadith is no different this narration is no different and so the messenger of Allah وسلم, within this hadith he advises first and foremost with the taqwa of Allah having taqwa of Allah and this is something that the messenger of Allah وسلم, advises on many occasions like the hadith of Abi Dhar al-Ghafari in which he states sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ittaqallaha haythu ma kunt fear Allah wherever you may be and you have to have, have taqwa of Allah wherever you may be have taqwa of Allah wherever you may be so this is a repetition of this advice of the taqwa and the shaykh obeyed Hafidahullah, he mentions in regards to this affair of taqwa, or it, when the Messenger of Allah وسلم, advised with taqwa, wherever you may be, and this is taqwa, this is advice of taqwa, this piety and this fear of Allah, fi kulli makan wa zaman, in every time and place. So, wherever a person is, wherever a person finds himself within the dunya, upon them is the taqwa of Allah. Wherever a person finds themselves, and whatever time a person finds themselves within the dunya, within their lifespan, within a day, upon them is the taqwa of Allah. Upon them is the fear of Allah subhanahu. And no doubt, this advice that he gives within this hadith, a hadith in which his sahaba his companions from the way that he was admonishing them it became clear that this was an advice which would be from the final advices of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he begins with the taqwa of Allah Shaykh Ubaid Hafidahullah he also mentioned that the taqwa of Allah Piety and fear of Allah occurs in three affairs. At-taqwa fi ma'amurat. Wa-taqwa fi manhiyat. Wa-taqwa fi mushtabihat. So the person has a taqwa, fear of Allah and piety in relation to the ma'murat, the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded with. The things that Allah has commanded with upon the person the taqwa of Allah. Likewise, the person must have taqwa of Allah in the things that Allah 
has prohibited. And then the third is that a person must have the taqwa of Allah in the affairs that he finds doubtful. <coughs> and all of these, all three of these, all three of these categories of taqwa are taken and understood and extracted from the hadith of a nu'man ibn Bashir radiallahu anhu in which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated inna halala bayin inna harama bayin wa baynahuma mushtabihat la ya'lamuha kathira minan nas then the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated indeed the halal is clear these are the ma'murat the commands the halal is clear and the haram is clear the manhiyat the things that Allah has prohibited and between the two of them are doubtful affairs no doubt these are the doubtful affairs that person must have taqwa with as well that not many of the people have knowledge of and so this affair of taqwa of Allah occurs in the three in the three matters and the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he also mentioned that upon you is a sam'u wa ta'a is hearing and obeying hearing and obeying hearing and obeying the Muslim ruler and Allah Ta'ala commands us with this affair and when she states Ati'u Allah wa Ati'u Rasul wa uli al-amri minkum obey Allah and obey the messenger and those that have been given authority over you this affair of ta'a obedience obedience to Allah and this is something that the ulama they mention in relation to this ayah obedience to Allah is absolute hence why Allah Ta'ala mentions the word ta'a or the command of ta'a Allah Obey Allah. The obedience of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is absolute. Hence why the Messenger of Allah وسلم, hence why Allah ta'ala rather mentions the word again Adi'u and obey the Messenger. However, obedience to the ruler, obedience with the ruler, as is muqayyid is restricted is restricted to that which is in accordance with what Allah Ta'ala is pleased with or that which is in accordance with the Sharia and so there's no ta'a there's no obedience to anyone from the makhluk anyone from the creation over and above the obedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala anything outside of that anything that does not oppose the obedience of Allah then this advice of the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is pertinent this advice of the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is relevant that that person must have some ta'a hearing and obeying and as Shaykh Abdullah Bukhari he mentions 
الطائر طائر ولايه المسلمين طائر ولايه المسلمين سعاده الدنيا والاخره And so ta'am, obedience to the leaders of the Muslims is a means of bringing about a sa'ala happiness in the dunya and the akhirah. And as Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah, he mentions that the sa'ala al-abd, the happiness of the servant, is built upon three affairs. The happiness of the servant is built upon three affairs. The first of them is a tawheed. And the happiness in the dunya and akhirah. The first of them is tawheed. Wadidduhu, and this is in opposition to what? Shirk. Naam. So tawheed is the first in opposition to shirk. The second is a sunnah. The sunnah. وَدِدُّهُ And this is in opposition to Bid'ah Innovation And the third is Ta'a Obedience And this is in opposition to what? Ma'asiyah Disobedience So this affair of Ta'a And bringing about Happiness in the dunya and the akhirah Is Ta'atillah Obedience towards Allah Ta'ala Ta'atil Rasul Obedience In relation to the messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam both of these are absolute and likewise obedience to the ruler obedience to the ruler in the affairs that do not oppose the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala these are the affairs that bring about happiness these are the affairs that bring about happiness for the servant of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in the dunya and akhirah likewise Within the same hadith, and this is the main thing that we wanted to discuss this evening, is the affair of ikhtilaf, the affair of differing. The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he stated, وَمَنْ يَعِشْ مِنْكُمْ فَسَيَّرَى اِخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا And whoever lives from you will see much differing. Whoever lives from you will see much different. And the first point to mention here, and there's something else that is mentioned by our Sheikh, Sheikh Abdullah al-Bukhari, Hafidahullah, is the word of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in which he mentions, اختلافاً كثيرا, much different. Much differing, and this is an indication that differing is many. Splitting off is many. Dolal, misguidance is plentiful. اختلاف كثيرا. Likewise, Allah Taala mentions, يخرجهم من الظلمات إلى النور. يُخْرِجُهُمْ مِنَ الظُّلَمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ They take them from the ظُلَمَات The darkness إلى النُّورِ Towards the light This is the means of guidance 
This is the means of hidayah and tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Taking it from the, from the dhulamat to the nur. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to the dhulamat, the darkness in plural. The dhulamat is plentiful. <coughs> the darkness and misguidance is many. Whilst the nur, whilst the guidance and the haqq is one. As Allah Ta'ala mentions the nur in the mufrad, the singular. So whoever lives from you, lives after the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, will see much differing. This part of the hadith, this statement within the hadith, is an indication and a sign of the prophecy of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. For indeed he mentioned an affair that will occur. And indeed it occurred. This ikhtilaf occurred. Likewise the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam <coughs> mentions تتفترق هذه الأمة إلى ثلاث وسبعين فرقة كلها في النار إلا واحدة نعم Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentions that this ummah will divide into 73 sets <coughs> all of them are found within the fire all of them within the fire except for one Again, this splitting is a sign of the prophecy of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam As he mentioned this will occur, the splitting will occur He mentioned the splitting will occur However, he mentions along with that He mentions along with that advice and the fact that he mentioned the splitting does, will occur does not mean that it's something which is Mahmood. Something which is praiseworthy. Rather, it's Mahmood. Something which is blameworthy, the splitting. However, the Messenger of Allah, <coughs> he mentions after that the means of avoiding the splitting. The means of avoiding. The splitting itself by way of stating that Alaykum is Sunnati. Was Sunnati Khurafa'a Rashidina Mahdim in Ba'di. Addu Alayha bin Nawajit. He states, Alayhi Salatu was Salam, upon you is my Sunnah. And the Sunnah of the rightly guided Khurafa'a that come after me. <coughs> rightly guided Khadifs that come after me. Hold on third with your Molas. This is the beginning means. Avoiding this ikhtilafat, this differing, this splitting, adhering to the Sunnah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with that by way of stating, وَأَتَسِمُوا بِحَبَ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا Hold on firm to the rope of Allah. All of you have been divided. This command and holding on firm to the rope of Allah, no doubt, is holding on firm to the book and the sunnah. Holding on firm to the wahyin. 
holding on firm to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to us by way of the kitab and the sunnah. For indeed, no doubt, this affair of ikhtilaf, differing, this affair of tafarruq, splitting, occurs when a person leaves off the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. It occurs when a person leaves off the qawaid of the deen When a person leaves off the qawaid of the haqq Leaves off principles That are derived from the bukuna sunnah That are derived from adhering to the haqq And so no doubt <clears throat> The first affair That a person must look to Is the sunnah For indeed when a person adheres to the sunnah They are an enacting the Amr ilahi They are making manifest And acting upon a command From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> Allah has commanded us With obedience to Allah And obedience to his messenger Obedience And adhering To the sunnah Of the messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as Allah Ta'ala mentions, Kul in kuntum tuhibbun Allah, fa'tabi'un yuhbibakum Allah, wa yaghfillukum dhunubakum, wallahu ghafoor al-rahim. Say, O Muhammad, say, if you truly love Allah, then follow me, and Allah will love you, and forgive you of your sins. Indeed, Allah is the most forgiving, the most merciful. This is the Sabeel and Najah. This is the means of a person attaining salvation. It's adhering to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu <coughs> This is the means of a person attaining the Khair. Adhering to this way. Staying away from splitting and differing. Likewise, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, within this advice he advised would be wearing of the newly invented affairs for indeed every innovation is dalala every innovation is misguidance and so a person understands that by way of avoiding splitting and differing they adhere to the sunnah first and foremost. They hold on firm to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hold on firm to the sunnah. They ghad al-nadhar. Ila ayyub al-nas. Without giving any attention to people placing shame upon them. Looking upon them as if they're ajeeb or gharib. Looking upon them as if they are strangers. That they're doing something wrong. That they're opposing the adat and nats. The custom of the people. <coughs> what is regarded as being normal. For indeed in reality. The sunnah. Is the only true way of success. Regardless of what the people say about it. And so when the Messenger of Allah 
صلى الله عليه وسلم stated بدأ إسلام غريب وسيعود غريبا كما بدأ فتوب إلى غرباء when the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم stated that Islam started as something strange and shall return as something strange just as it started so glad tidings to the ghuraba to the strangers a person should not look upon himself and others from his ikhwan from his brothers as those that are ajeeb those that are in opposition to khair if he's adhering to the sunnah if he's adhering to the sunnah then no doubt him clinging to this <coughs> is a means of islah is a means of rectification clinging to the sunnah is a means of rectification and no doubt if the if every individual holds on firm to this rope of Allah the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu then no doubt within that the person attains success within that the splitting does not occur adhering to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi holding on firm to the maulas likewise as the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi mentions beware of the newly invented affairs because every innovation is dalala when a person enters brings in a newly invented affair into the amour of deen no doubt he's inviting others to practice in a manner which is in opposition to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and enters into this affair of ikhtilaf and kathir there's many different there's much splitting and this becomes a reality in the nas with the people for indeed no doubt they've left this one truth now they're no longer adhering to the one truth the one absolute truth and this one's taken from here this one's taken from there all of them referring to it as being Islam all of them referring to it as being the truth however in reality they've opposed the haq they've opposed that which is khair and that is true likewise from the means of the causation or from the causations of ikhtilaf differing and splitting is the kulub and nas is the hearts it's not enough that a person says upon the tongue I'm upon the sunnah he brings himself to be amongst the people of sunnah he claims I love fulan من العلماء مثلا he loves the ulama أنا أحب فلان من السلفيين أنا أحب فلان من السلفيين I love this individual from the Salafian. However, it says they say lip service is merely a statement upon their tongue. However, the hearts is not with these individuals. The person's heart is not rectified up and upon khair. 
Also Imam Sa'di he mentioned that Mahabba in relation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is of three types. Mahabbatullah. <coughs> loving Allah. Loving Allah, and this is from the usul of Tawheed. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no doubt that Mahabba is from the heart. The second type is Mahabba Filla or Mahabba Lilla. Loving for the sake of Allah. Loving the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Whether it be the people that Allah ta'ala loves from the Anbiya or Rasul. From the Awliya of Allah. Loving the places that Allah ta'ala loves. From the Masajid. The Haramain. Loving the times that Allah Ta'ala loves. Ramadan. The 10 days of the Hijjah. Loving all of these things. It's from the Kemal. From the Kamal. The perfection and completion of a person's Tawheed. And so, no doubt, if you want to love your brother, you love him for the sake of Allah. And this is what brings about rectification. والصلح واجتماع على الحق that the people come together upon the truth that they love each other for the sake of Allah that they seek to perfect their tawheed due to their love for the sake of Allah and in the third the Imam al-Sa'di mentions Allah is a muhabba ma'Allah Loving along with Allah. الشرك, and this is the basis of shirk. That individual loves alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He loves another individual. Just as he should love Allah. However, the shahid, the main point here is the second type. The second type, who is the individual that loves for the sake of Allah. They come together with, with brothers for the sake of Allah. They call They bring a rectification of the hearts by way of loving their brother for the sake of Allah. Having muhabbatillah. This is from the means of avoiding the ikhtilafat. This is from the means of avoiding differing. This is from the means of avoiding the splitting. The muhabbatillah. Wallahu ta'ala a'alam Bi'idnillah We'll um, continue For a short while After the salah as well For jazakum ala khayra Wa barakul afikum Wa sallallahu wa barik Ala nabina muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sallam Jasadi mudra Iza salahat Salahat jasadu kullu Wa iza fasadat Fasadat jasadu kullu Ala wa hiya qalb The messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He stated Indeed, within the body is a morsel of flesh. If it's rectified and upright, the whole body will be rectified and upright. If it's corrupted, then the whole body will be corrupted. Indeed, it's the heart. And so the person must rectify their heart. If they are seeking rectification in all of their affairs, rectification in their amal, in their actions, and no doubt, 
from the actions of khair and rectification is ishtima' ala al-haq coming together upon the truth coming together upon the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and so no doubt the person has to rectify the affair of their heart the person must avoid all forms of kibr must avoid being a person of arrogance and pride which will cause them from turning away cause them to turn away from the truth as the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that no one no individual humbles himself for the sake of Allah except that he except that Allah Ta'ala raises him this affair of tawada this affair of tawada Humility is one that raises an individual and no doubt the best of ways to be raised by Allah is upon the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Wasallam However the individual that is afflicted with kibr pride and arrogance this will affect the adherence of the haqq this will affect them accepting that they've erred that they've fallen into error and no there's no harm whoever falls into error if they turn back to Allah in sincere repentance as the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa stated Kulli bani Adam that indeed all of Bani Adam all the children of Adam make mistakes fall into error and the best of those that fall into error are those that turn to Allah in repentance Allah Ta'ala mentions إِنَّ اللَّهِ هِبُّ indeed Allah loves those that turn to him repentance and those that purify themselves this affair of turning to Allah in repentance and submitting to Allah requires a tawadur it requires humility and the individual that does not humble themselves does not have this humility when they fall into error what do you find that they do? They continue upon their error. They become musir. And al They become continuous upon this error. And when they're corrected, they turn away from the one that's correcting them. Or rather, they seek to harm and speak ill of the one that's correcting them. Or you find the individual that falls into error. And he's seeking to continue upon that error. So in order to defend that error, in order to defend that evil, he comes to something which is even worse than the first one you fell into in the first place. 
and increases upon that way. But you find individuals, these people that have not humbled themselves for the sake of Allah, humbled themselves and recognize that they're from Bani Adam, they're from the children of Adam, and they may fall into error. And it's upon them to turn back from this error. They increase upon this way. And they seek to validate their opposition to the haqq. So rather than turning to Allah in sincere repentance, they seek to convince others that what they're upon is the haqq. They seek to gather their people upon Barton. They have no importance. They give no importance now to the haqq. Rao is about gathering the masses. And no doubt if they seek to gather the masses in order to validate their barton, this will cause a liftirak. It will cause splitting. And it all began for this individual or a group of individuals that were lacking in humility. So they seek to drag the masses and gather the masses upon Barton. Causing splitting. So no doubt a remedy of that is the heart. A person. <coughs> seeking. To be a person of humility. Humbling themselves. For the sake of Allah. Turning to Allah's sincere repentance. Cutting off this evil of the faruq of ihtilafat. Min man sha'iha. From its beginnings, from its foundations, cutting off the splitting from there. Begins with tawadu. Likewise from the affairs of the heart that can afflict mankind and no doubt cause splitting. Cause the splitting is hubbar riyasa. Love of leadership. In order to be the one and to be seen as an individual, that's the qa'id. That's the leader. The one in front of others. The one directing others. It's hubba riyasa no da is a da'un shadeed. It's a severe ailment upon the heart. And as, <coughs> as Fudayl ibn Ayyad mentions, ma min ahadin أحب الرياسة إلا حسد وبغى وتتبع عيوب الناس وكره أن يذكر أحدا بخير فضائل من عياد رحمه الله mentions that there is no one that has love of leadership except that is afflicted with envy and hatred and seeks to follow up the Ayyubah Nats, the deficiencies within people. And he hates when people are mentioned with good. He has hatred for people to be mentioned with good. So he has hatred for the people. He's afflicted with envy for others. And so, no doubt, this affair, this selfish affair, of seeking leadership 
which causes him to have hatred for others leads him no doubt to try and, to try and gather the masses <coughs> speak against others gather the masses causing this tafarruq causing the splitting causing the differing for their own means or their own gains you find groups such as the Ikhwani Muslimin or the Shaykh Mukbir refers to them Ikhwani Muflisin the bankrupt brotherhood they gather the people only for the affair of gathering the numbers numbers seeking leadership seeking position seeking that mindset in society position in society and no doubt their manhaj is based upon a qaida fasida it's based upon a principle which is corrupt and this is the principle of al-ghaya tabarriru al-wasila that this is the principle that the end goal justifies the means so they will say that the end goal is ishtima bringing together the muslims and so they will take the means of bringing everyone together kullu man habwa dab as they say every individual bi nazar ila man haji Without giving any attention to what his manhaj is, his methodology, or his aqidah, his creed. Bringing them together in order to say that we're united. And as Allah mentioned regards to regarding individuals such as these, تَحْسَبُهُمْ جَمِيعًا وَقُلُوبُهُمْ You regard them, you see them as being united whilst their hearts are divided. No doubt their hearts are divided. Each every and every one of them having a different belief in regards to Allah and His Messenger. It's not ishtima. Rather, it's merely the surah of ishtima. <coughs> the image and the illusion of coming together upon the truth. And in reality, they're not together upon the truth. It's not ishtima upon the sunnah. Rather, they see that the means is justified by way of their goal of ishtima' al-haq. However, the true means of ishtima' al-haq is purification of ourselves and returning back to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu Purification of ourselves, removing this affair of love for riyasa, love for leadership. For no doubt, this is for this is something seeking self-fulfillment, selfish means, seeking recognition amongst their people, and making the love of Allah and loving for the sake of Allah and the obedience to Allah and His Messenger secondary. <coughs> Whilst your primary goal is are your selfish means. So whilst you're seeking this riyasa, the individual that's seeking leadership, no doubt he needs people to lead. So again, he seeks to draw the masses. 
Again, he seeks to draw the people away from the haq and towards him. Again, causing ikhtilafat, differing, causing tafarruq, splitting. Due to this fact, due to a person's selfish means, selfish goals, a person's hasad, envy, but rather the person should seek first and foremost to humble themselves and to remove this evil affair from the heart of hubbu riyasa or hubbu shuhra <coughs> loving the fame loving recognition for no doubt recognition amongst the khalq is temporary just like everything else within the dunya whilst adhering to the haqq adhering to the haqq it's something which is dying for the one that dies upon them. For indeed, this is a means of them attaining the happiness in the akhirah as well. So when a person understands that if they carry out this command of Allah in adhering to the haqq, adhering to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu then no doubt they find great success within that. And this is how the people come together upon the truth. This is ijtima' ala al-haqq Adhering to the way of the Salaf al-Salih And do not give any attention to the individuals That will state by way of your cooling yourself Salafi You have now caused iftiraq You have now caused splitting and differing Say that you are Salafi Or refer to your manager, manhaj al-Salafi Or aqeedah Salafiya This word Salafi it's not what causes the iftiraq. It's not what causes the splitting and the differing. Rather, the splitting and the differing occurs when a person removes themselves and turns away from the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu They turn away from the sunnah. So no doubt, da'atil haja tamiz Then now comes a time for tamiz to distinguish ourselves of those that are seeking and striving to adhere to the haqq and come together upon the truth from those that have split and differed those individuals that have split and differed for, due to all their different means due to their leaders amongst them having love for leadership due to the leaders amongst them lacking in humility Due to the leaders amongst them calling to innovation. Through all of that, they split away from the truth, drawing the masses along with them. However, adhering to the haqq, it was much law from us, it was required from us. And adhering to the haqq, whilst doing so, we should have no shame whatsoever. There's no aim. In distinguishing ourselves away from the people of Batil. Distinguishing ourselves from these people of falsehood. That have opposed the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. And no doubt this affair will aid al ishtima al al-haq. This will aid coming together upon the truth. 
For indeed the splitting has already occurred. And the splitting has occurred and was prophesied by the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. So we distinguish ourselves from them. And we make it clear <coughs> that we are seeking to strive to be upon the manhaj of the Salaf. And we refer to ourselves as a Salafi. We refer to ourselves as a Salafi. So the person should be aware of all the means that may cause the splitting. Be aware of all the means that may cause the difference. Beginning with themselves. Bringing themselves to account. Bring yourselves to account before you're brought to account. The individual should bring themselves first and foremost to account the affair of their hearts, the affair of their actions, <coughs> their niyat, their intentions. Are they doing these things for the people? Recognition of shuhara wa riyasa. Or are they doing actions for the sake of Allah? And along with that, calling others sincerely to the truth. Seeking and wanting khair for other individuals. This is what will bring true ishtima' ala al-haq. Aided, no doubt, by the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, for jazakumullah khaira, wa barakallahu feekum, Again, I thank the brothers for their patience during the lecture and leading up to the lecture. Bi'idhnillah, we'll conclude with those points there. Barakallahu feekum, jazakum la khaira. Wa sallallahu wa barak. Ala nabina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ayakum Allah.